Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing good. Oh, good. Well, good. <laughs> this is Pam, everybody. She is a client that I worked with over the summer. And um, I hadn't talked to her in a little while. And she reached out and just kind of checked in with me the other day, sent me a message to, you know, let me know how she was doing. And in that message, she, you know, just casually threw out there that she had lost 50 pounds in, uh, so far. And I was like, wow, that is fantastic. And, you know, Pam is a woman like so many of us, a, a mom, um, a working mom. She owns a business. She's super busy. She has a real erratic schedule. Uh, she's been putting herself on the back burner. And when we first talked, which was the first time we talked was at the very, very end of May. I went back and looked at my notes. It was May 28th. And when we first talked, she just was expressing, you know, that she wasn't happy with the way she felt, the way she looked, or her health in general. And she was ready to make a change. So we, she reached out to me. We started working together. We worked throughout the summer. I put her on Feast of Fast. We worked through some digestive issues. And here we are four and a half months later, and I thought it would be so valuable for her to come on and just share her journey, her progress, and how it worked for her because she is a real life woman out here doing the thing. And so I think it can be so inspiring and helpful to hear how other people make this work. So I'm really appreciative that she was willing to come on and join us today. Welcome, Pam, to the Christian Health Club podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Thank you for being willing to come on. Um, if you don't mind, let's just kind of take it back to when we first talked um, and just give us some insight about what was going on with you health-wise and kind of what you were feeling and stuff. Um, well, to be honest with you, I didn't realize how bad I felt until I started feeling better. Um, but... I wasn't happy with the way that my body looked. I wasn't happy with the way that I felt. I had indigestion and heartburn and um, I, I was always tired and I just had terrible, terrible mood swings. Um, my periods were super intense. Um, I would fight depression and suicidal thoughts and lash out at my family and it just was, it was a really rough period of, in my life. And I realized that there was, there needed to be a change. And, um, it actually came down to, um, me not knowing that I needed a change until things kind of started to crumble and fall apart in my life and in my family and my marriage. And, 
um, my business, things started to kind of crumble down around me and I was like, what is going on? And my husband says, you're not happy with yourself. I mean, you're not happy with yourself. You're not going to be happy with anything around you or anyone around you. So he and I talked about it and he had tried for a couple of years to get me to go see a doctor over in Tampa. And I'm like, okay, that's like an hour away. And how often am I going to have to go? You know, it's kind of like my schedule's already crazy as it is. And you want me to go to a doctor an hour away. So I actually had a friend that had worked with Chelsea and um, I watched her progress and was impressed with how things took off. And I asked her for her information and there I went. So I was very happy to get Chelsea's information and start working with her and um, change my life completely. Oh, well, you said something so interesting that I think is so true is that you didn't know how bad you felt until you felt better. Right. I think there's so many women walking around like that and just kind of um, putting up with the way they feel, but not really realizing that they could feel so much better. And that is what, that hurts my heart so much. And it's a lot about why I do what I do because it is incredible how some changes can um, be life changing, you know? Um, and we'll talk more about that. Um, what, what had you tried? Because you told me you tried some different things and sometimes things worked for a while and then they didn't, that, you know, things weren't sticking. So what did you tried and what had worked, not worked? Um, I had tried calorie counting, um, back several, several years ago, I had actually tried hormone injections. Um, that seemed to work really well until I quit taking them and then everything just kind of piled back on. Um, I tried keto, I tried Weight Watchers, and things would work up into a certain point, and then it would flatten out, and I would quit losing weight, and I would get discouraged, and I would start putting weight back on, and it seemed like every time I got, every time I went through this cycle, um, I would put a little bit more weight back on, and then I would take it off, and then I would put a little bit more weight back on, and it, it just seemed to keep creeping up. The number kept creeping up and the way I felt kept getting worse and worse and worse. So it was like a really terrible cycle to go through because not only would I creep back up in numbers, but I would feel even worse after creeping back up because I knew that it wasn't working and it just, it was awful. <laughs> it's so hard physically and it's so hard mentally you know, when that's happening, because you're just, it's so discouraging and deflating. And, um, and I know I've seen a lot of people just feel like, uh, you know, can this ever, can this ever change? What, um, you know, what, what do you find that the biggest obstacles for you are, were just, you know, going, going into all of this and, and managing? Um, as far as, what, what I started doing are the obstacles that, that came into play whenever I started with you or before? Well, maybe just, well, all of it really just, you know, what, what is the, what, what's getting in the way or what, what was hardest, what's been hardest for you to obstacles to overcome, I guess, just in life to, to really buckle down and, and do something like this? Um, I guess it's 
kind of more so like, um, this, my schedule is crazy. Um, I have a business where I keep house and I have anywhere from two to three clients, sometimes four a day. And so there's no, I get lunch at this time. I, I go to work at around about the same time, but I usually don't eat breakfast. So I don't have a set. This is when I eat. This is when I don't eat. This is, so it's really hard because my schedule is kind of crazy. And sometimes it might take longer at one house than I had expected. And I should have been eating at such and such time. So scheduling, I guess, is a major thing. Um, we do a lot of church functions and my husband has a barbecue business. So that kind of tends to factor in as well, I guess, um, with the sauces and the seasonings and trying stuff, trying stuff out and, um, creating new recipes and having to try the things out that you make to make sure that they taste right and stuff like that. So, um, I guess it just all kind of snowballs. Right. Well, that's a lot. I mean, so you have two, you know, two people in the house that are entrepreneurs work for themselves. Um, you know, I know you have a son and you're just, you know, you're busy. Like the, the rest, the rest of us are, we're all busy and we've got things going on. And, um, and those things continue, you know, continue to be into play. So that's one thing I want, you know, bring up here is that it's not like your schedule changed, right? No, no, <laughs> you my schedule didn't that. change. You still have a husband and a child that need caring for, and you still right. have, you know, church that you're involved in, and you still got all the things going on. So when we first talked, you said, I know how to eat healthy. I just yeah. have to do it. And I hear right. that, I hear that a lot. And so, you know, what was the, the motivation and the time? I mean, what finally just changed? Was it just all of those things you were talking about earlier? You just kind of hit a wall with how you were feeling? Yeah, I hit a wall. Um, it, it actually really affected my marriage. Um, it's a really touchy subject, but it really affected my marriage. And it probably affects a lot of people's marriages. And you don't realize what it is. Um, and I know that it was my eating and I know that it was my health because whenever I started eating healthy and I changed my diet and I changed the way that I looked at things, my marriage began to flourish and things completely changed. Um, and I know that God had a lot to do with that, but so did my eating because I started to feel better. I started to feel better about myself. I started to feel better about my, um, my body and things started changing inside of me. My emotions were different. Um, I still get emotional. Of course, I'm a woman. We all get emotional, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yes. But I'm not crazy emotional like I was whenever I was addicted to sugar. Um, I feel like sugar is a drug <laughs> and I was addicted to sugar and I was addicted to that drug. And um, when I had it, I acted crazy. And when I didn't have it, I acted crazy because my body was so addicted to it. Um, but I also didn't feel well and I constantly had, you know, stomach issues and, um, I guess, I, I, I don't know what it would be considered, uh, the indigestion and stuff like that. So I always felt terrible 
And so I didn't want to have anything to do with my family and my husband and, you know, having a good time with them. Or I didn't want to go outside and go fishing with my husband because I didn't feel well. I didn't want to be outside. Everything changed whenever my eating changed. That's so amazing. I'm so glad. Thank you for like being brave enough to bring that up. Um, because I try to, you know, I do, I will ex- try to explain to people that, well, everybody has heard me say, when you feel well, you serve well, you know, right. and when you, when you feel well, you just show up more as your best self. And when you don't, and, and a lot of that is blood, like moodiness and, and kind of the way that, that we handle stress or, um, really regulate our moods has so much to do with blood sugar regulation. And when that is kind of in that roller coaster up and down, up and down, it's, it's jerking your emotions with you. And the people that take the brunt of it are the people closest to us because that, you know, just because one, we're around them all the time, but you know, we kind of take for granted that, well, they live with us. They got to put up with me and you kind of save the, the small scraps of, of your sanity and your good mood for when you're out in the world working or, you know, and that kind of thing. And then the people that we love the most in the world get the worst of us. Um, and, and that's really hard and it's, it's really sad. And so I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up and, um, and it's amazing. You know, it's like, what is, what does eating good have to do with my marriage? Well, it has a lot to do with it. Um, it just, it really does. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um, so that's fantastic that you shared that. So I had you start uh, feast of fast. Um, and then we also added in some digestive support for you. Um, I think we did some, we did brought in some digestive enzymes, some stomach acid, uh, probiotic, and then I think we did the the beta D- TCP, the bile support for right. better um, bile flow and breaking down the fatty acids and and, um, and that kind of stuff. And so, tell us about you know a little bit more about the digestive issues, um, if you don't mind sharing. Okay. Um, yeah, I had actually, um, been diagnosed and have had, have had IBS since I was 16 years old. Um, it's been a struggle. I didn't really want to go on medication for it. Um, I didn't realize that I could control it or, um, get rid of it or have relief from it with my eating. Um, I always just thought that that's what I had and that's what I had to suffer with and that was just life. So I went through my life suffering with IBS and um, it was just part of my life. Um, I thought that it was just kind of normal Um, and I found out that it's not normal and you can have a normal life um, with a healthy digestive system and I... I fully believe that what you put in your body comes out and comes out the way that um, it depends, I guess, on what you put in your body, on how it comes out. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Um, gosh, you said some things that are just 
you're just ca you're just capturing so much of what uh, this is so I'm so glad that you came on because um, you, so many people are just like you and this was just like me you know I'm like well I've got you know I can't poop I've got this skin condition I guess this <laughs> is just my life I guess this is my cross to bear we all have our thing and this is just what I have to deal with you know and um, and I really thought that's what that's how it was going to be. And I thought it was normal. You know, I thought this was just normal. And so one of the things I learned is I, when I was going through my nutritional training was like, these things are common. They're not normal. This is not right. how God designed our bodies. Um, and when we give our bodies what they need, you know, God made our bodies so smart, it will start changing, you know, and it will, it will perform in the way that it's supposed to when we honor the way that it was created and give it the things that it needs. Um, and so you're exactly right now. So when you started though, so we got you going on all this stuff, you know, you started feast to fast, you were all in, you, um, started bringing in some of the digestive supplements and, um, there was a little bumpy, <laughs> had a little few bumps in the beginning. Um, do you want to talk about that? At all, I remember, you know, you had some kind of, you had some detox type reactions, which is very common, but I don't know, do you remember much about that time when you first um, got started? It, it's kind of hard to remember a whole lot. Um, I do remember that the, the supplements that you suggested for me to take did make a huge difference. Um, and again, it is all about what you put in your body and how your body reacts with it and how it flows out. Um, if we put the things in our body that we need, then it's going to work and function properly the way that it was intended to, the way that God designed it to work. Um, I think that it's important that you make sure that you are putting in your body what is necessary and not the things that are not necessary or the things that are harmful to your body. Um, I know that I had some crazy um, like my cycle started a week early. Um, yeah, you called me was, a little bit in a panic. You were like, um, <laughs> yeah. I, and, I, and I've heard that, you know, whenever you exercise or whenever you eat differently, that things can happen and things can change, but it was a week early and I'm like, what is going on? I mean, my, my sense of smell, um, was I had like several pregnancy symptoms. So I was a little weirded out. Um, and so it was like my sense of smell, like it opened up and pretty sure that was because I was putting in my body what it needed and all, all kinds of things changed and, um, happened. I mean, I did have a little ringing in my ears, but I think that that was uh, part of taking too much of one of the supplements. And that's the other thing. Um, I, I've learned so much in this whole process is, um, yes, you can eat good and healthy things, but you can also eat too much of something or not enough of something. And that makes a difference in your body as well. Um, you can have salads galore, but if you're eating too much salad and not enough of something else, then your body's not getting what it needs. Um, so the ringing in the ears, I think, was too much of a certain supplement or something. And we corrected that with um, changing up the, the, the dosage. Mm -hmm. um, but 
I mean, my body just went through some changes and it reacted to those changes and it's been very, very good changes. <laughs> so, yeah. I, and that's, you know, it's really normal, um, to do that. And, and I tell people, especially in, in the first week when we start feast to fast, you know, um, those, the days like three to five are usually when the, the kind of detox type symptoms start setting in and that can range from person to person, whether it's, you get kind of step, you might get like a almost cold or flu like symptoms. You might get a headache. Um, your tummy might be a little bit off. You might be tired. There's a I mean, everybody could react a little bit differently. Um, but for you, you know, it, it was like flipping the switch because when you were in, you were all in, you know, right. And so it was a lot of change. And so there's a lot of shifting that was happening in your body. And I'm glad that you didn't, you know, give up and you, you just kind of rode the wave through it. But, um, but that is to be expected. Um, so, you know, there's always that. And I like to tell people that it's, you know, there's a little bit of discomfort with it sometimes. And it, the, the, the changes might, it might be minor or it could be a little bit, you know, icky for several days or your cycle could totally change like yours did. Um, because when we stabilize blood sugar and, um, you know, it really affects the way the hormones work. And so your, you know, that shifts as well. Um, but you had some great, um, you know, you had some good stuff going on too. You know, every time we would check in, you had positive things to say. And I think you were, you, you felt good about the food you were eating and, and, and just, you were seeing positive change. So could you, um, if you could reach back in your memory and share some of those things that um, were happening along the way that were positive, that was good positive reinforcement for you. Um, I, I definitely felt fuller, like even with eating smaller amounts of food, I felt fuller than eating, um, a bag of chips and a pint of ice cream. Um, I was happy with the food that I was eating. It wasn't like I was craving all of the garbage that I had been eating before. Um, I was actually happy with eating a half of an avocado and, um, you know, four ounces of chicken breast and green beans or whatever I was having for the day. Um, I was really happy with the food. It, it, it satisfied me. Um, I noticed that fruits started tasting sweeter than they were before. Um, like strawberries before I, I've never really put sugar on my strawberries except for like if I were doing strawberry shortcake. Um, but I noticed that just eating them by themselves, they were never really sweet before. Um, Whenever I changed the way that I ate, they became sweeter. Uh, blueberries were sweeter. Pineapple was like super sweet, almost too sweet. Um, the the fruits, they had more flavor. They had, I could really taste the actual fruit and um, the fruits that I was eating. Whenever I would have a salad, I could taste the spinach as opposed to just, it just, I guess, going in and going down. I, I could actually taste the flavors of food more so than, um, before when I would drown it in dressing. Um, so it was, it was really nice to be able to, um, taste the different things as opposed to just it. I don't know. It was, it was so strange because it was like, it was like a discovery of new food. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, one thing, you know, one major thing that happens when you change over to real food, which, you know, in that first week, um, that's our main focus in that first week of Feast of Fast is changing over into real food. And when you take out all the hyper palatable foods with, you know, the processed foods with all the crazy flavorings and the soup, you know, all the sugar, you, your body can kind of rebalance and you reset your taste buds, your, um, that, those dopamine receptors, which, you know, that, that pleasure chemical, you know, in your brain starts to, um, accept real food as something that's delicious. Again, it's really hard for your brain to think that blueberries taste good if you're feeding it like super sweet chocolate chip cookies all the time or ice cream. It's like, what blueberries? What that sucks, you know? Um, and, but when you, when you remove that and give your body that opportunity to, to kind of reset itself, then you can really taste that. And it's like, wow, that, that, that tastes really good. And I know, cause you know, if I, sometimes I will have things and I'm like, Oh, that's just, it's signally, it's sick, sickeningly sweet or it's just so over flavored, so fake tasting in the flavor to me. I'm like, oh, you know, and you can't recognize that when you're eating that stuff regularly, you know, you right. Don't, you don't realize it till you take it away. And then you're you like, really don't, you really yeah. don't. But because I had um, my husband and my son, they didn't change their eating and that's okay with me. It was my journey. Um, they have gradually changed a couple of things because I've kind of more so just brought it in and quit buying some certain things. Um, but I actually had, um, the nacho cheese Doritos. My son was having a bag and I'm like, Oh, let me just try one of these. And I put it in my mouth and I'm like, Oh my gosh, why is he eating this? It tastes (laughs) terrible. It doesn't taste like food at all. And it was, it just was very strange to me because, I mean, I could sit down and eat a whole bag of those before. I loved them. Loved them. And they are disgusting. (laughs) I've I've tried a couple of different things that, you know, before I would have been like, oh, man, that's really good. And I'm just like, why? Why are y'all eating this? It's so nasty. Um, It's just, I guess the taste buds completely changed. And what used to, what I thought tasted good now is like not at all not not even close to tasting good I guess because it's just fake it's not real and my body craves the real thing so yeah it's so true um I know it's like kind of like eating cardboard with like a lot of intense seasoning on it that's what it tasted like it tasted like cardboard that's like a perfect description yep that's exactly right um so what kind of stuff are you eating? And I mean, what, okay. Like tell when we got into it. So I think, um, you know, a lot of people that listen to this have been through feast to fast. Some haven't, but you know, we start with real, we break the carbs down into kind of three different levels and we do real food carbs and then we do whole food carbs and then we do heck yeah carbs. Um, and so I know like at the point that when we got to whole food carbs and you could add the grains back in, you were kind of like, it wasn't worth it for you at the time. Now I haven't talked to you since, you know, we haven't talked in a while, so I don't know if you've changed that, but kind of where are you with eating right now? And, and has it changed much since what we, what we did over the summer? 
Um, I have gone back a little bit. Um, I've, my weight has kind of just been at a standstill. Mm-hmm. Um, September was a really rough month for me. Um, we had two vacations in the midst of everything exploding. So, um, I've, I did stabilize. I didn't lose and I didn't gain. Um, but I didn't go back to eating the way that I was before. Um, you mean you didn't go back to like your old, old ways of eating? Right. Right. Uh, Like even though you had a super crazy stressful month. Right. And that's, I think that's a huge huge win. I don't want to, I don't, I don't desire to have that food anymore. I don't desire to, um, to be the way that I was. I don't desire to have the same mood swings that I had before. I don't, I know that all of this changed whenever my diet changed. And so it wasn't a diet per se for me. It was a lifestyle change for me. Um, now, like I said, I have not, um, gained any weight. I've also not lost any weight the month of September. Um, we're actually in the midst of a two week revival at church. So it's been a little hectic. Um, so what we do is we eat kind of late, but we come home and eat after church and, but we'll have eggs and we'll have, um, sausage with our eggs. Um, that's what we've had a lot the last couple of weeks, but, um, even in the midst of all of that, I don't, I don't desire to pop in a frozen pizza in the oven or, um, you know, grab a bag of chips from the store and have that for dinner as opposed to, um, just cooking some eggs. I mean, eggs have become my best friend. I love eggs. (laughs) Um, but it's just, it's a lifestyle change. It's not, it's not a diet. It's not about, um, just losing the weight. It's about how it makes you feel. Um, and that's what it's been for me. Um, because it's changed my life. It's changed the way that I respond. It's changed the way that I feel. It's changed the way that I act. That's it. That's how it's had to be for me. Um, because of the, the issues that my lifestyle before brought on, whenever that all changed, I didn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, a lot of the time, I think we, a lot of people go, well, you kind of came into it for a lot of reasons. You wanted to lose weight. You knew you had to make a change because you felt so bad. Um, a lot of us go into it wanting the weight loss and, um, and that's fine. I mean, that is part of feeling good and, and wanting to feel good, but it's, it's when you get in and that's why I'm like, great, I will promote weight loss and fat loss all day long. I will get you, I will get you in here and then we're going to get going and then you're going to see how incredible you feel, you know? Right. And then that's when, that is what makes me feel so happy is to hear somebody say like, this is my lifestyle because I function better in my life. I show up as the person that I want to be, you know, to my family, um, to my clients, to my, you know, church, to my community. I'm just a, you know, can show up better in life. And so that's wonderful. I remember you saying um, that you had a few people, um, a coworker was like, you're less irritable or something something like that. She did. Um, (laughs) Yeah, one of my girls was like, um, yeah, man, you've changed your eating, but you're like 
tolerable to be around. And I was like, oh, okay, do you want a job? Um, but I mean, you know, you just don't realize how you feel and how you treat people whenever you feel so poorly. Um, I didn't realize that I was treating my family so negatively because I felt so negative because I felt so bad and I didn't realize that. And so it was very eye opening to me whenever things changed and my husband was like, wow, you know, you're like a different person. And it's not like he wanted to be gone all the time. He wanted to be home because I was a different person, because I was happier, because I was feeling better about myself and feeling better um, internally that I treated them differently. And that that just speaks volumes as to, um, you know, making sure that you're eating properly to make sure that you are not feeling so badly about yourself and with yourself that you're not treating others poorly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. It's like I said earlier, you know, you, um, when it's that blood sugar dysregulation, it's also the stress of, on the body, on the adrenal glands. And it just, when you're, when your adrenals are so stressed out from all of the, the poor food choices that you're making and along with all of the other life stressors, it makes your capacity for handling stress lower and so you're just so much more what I call snappity snap with people you know you're just a lot more like rare with people because you just you have less capacity to um to handle the stress and to have that stabilization of moods and so it is it's amazing that food can change you that much but it it really can um okay so so kind of share the things, some things that you were eating along the way, um, and that, and that you do eat. And, um, and I know it, it took a little while for you to bring in the heck yeahs because, and this happens a lot in Feast of Fast. When we get to that point, a lot of people are like, wait, I'm doing so well. I'm kind of scared to rock the boat. I'm not sure I trust myself to go back there. And so I always tell people, you, you know, you don't have to bring them in. Um, but at some point, you're probably going to want to, and that's why I teach it, because I can't teach somebody something that's not sustainable and say, well, you're never going to have a cookie again. So I'm going to teach you how to eat a cookie or, or ice cream or whatever it is so that you can go on and know how to do it and manage it, and it'd be fine. And so for you, what did, what did it feel like for, like, changing your food and then adding a few things back in and that kind of thing? Um, I think the first things that I added back in were actually, like, grains. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was like rice. And like you mentioned before, it just wasn't worth it to me to add in that rice because it took up so much of, um, the carbs that I was allowing myself to eat that I, and it, it was empty. It, there was no real flavor to it. There was no real substance to it. Um, yeah, it's a good filler if you're having that and then adding a bunch of other stuff to it. But if you're not adding a bunch of other stuff to it and you need um, more vegetables to compensate for your carbohydrates, then it's it's not it's just not worth it. To me, it's not worth it. I would rather have um, an extra two cups of broccoli as opposed to a half a cup of rice. Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure that that equals it out, but... <laughs> Um, well, but that's, ex- and that's, ex- that's exactly what, that's the entire point of why we do that systematically and feast of fast is like, instead of just kind of plowing through and eating things without thinking about it, when you, you're really just 
being discerning about, wait, now, is this even worth it? Right. Do I even, is this, is this even worth my carb load? Do I really want this? You know, could I, am I just as happy with cauliflower rice instead of regular rice? Now, some people are like, yes, I love rice. I love oatmeal. I want my beans. And that's fantastic because you can have that if it's worth it to you. But I think it's that discovery process along the way that you really figure out what you like and what's worth it and what works for your body. Right. You, um, I remember, I think the, I remember cause I wrote it in my notes and I went and looked back like some of the first heck yeah's that you finally did. Um, because we, you know, like I said, we worked together over the summer. Pam wasn't in my feast of fast group. We just applied feast of fast on a one-on-one basis. Um, and so you, you waited a little bit before you brought in the grains and maybe brought in the, in the heck yeah's, but you did bring in, um, I think you brought in some chocolate chips and I think that's what it was and some ice cream. Um, and I remember what I remember you saying about the ice cream was that you were just, you, you were able to manage your portion and you felt really good about that. Do you remember that? I do. I do. It was actually a, um, a reward for losing a certain amount of weight, I think. Um, my husband and I were doing a date night and, um, I really wanted ice cream. Like I had just really, really wanted ice cream. And so we went and we looked at all the different ice creams and whatnot that I could have. And, um, there wasn't a lot. Um, but what I could have, I, um, what, well, what I thought that would be best for me was a lower carb ice cream with less sugar. And so that's what we got. And, it's funny because those little bitty containers is not a portion size. <laughs> yeah. The whole container is not a portion size. It's like, it's a portion size. I think it was either a third of that container or a half of that yeah. container. I can't remember. But so I scooped out the portion size and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. This is not going to satisfy me. But because my body was so used to not having those things that I shouldn't have been having anyways. I mean, yes, it's okay to indulge occasionally, but I was indulging way too much. Um, but because my body was so not used to having those things, that little portion was way, way enough. Um, it wasn't too much, but it wasn't, um, not enough. It was, it was like a perfect portion. So if you do go out and have ice cream, um, try to get, the best that you can get as far as what works for you and then portion it out for sure because you would be surprised that the if you go by the portion as opposed to what you think that your body needs or that what you think that you want it's amazing um the thought process there yeah i think a lot of people are like oh these little pints that's like a that's my portion <laughs> right the whole thing this is all for me like no I, we used to do that in college like oh yeah a whole pint. That's me. Um, yes, you're right. But I, that was a big win. I remember kind of celebrating that like, yay, you know, you, you had a heck yeah and you didn't overdo it and it was delicious. And what you're describing, like going to the grocery store and flipping over late, look, reading labels. That's, that is discernment. And it was upgrading, which is the thing that we teach in Feast of Fast. Like, okay, you have ice cream, but like upgrade your ingredients, go, you know, get the, the best ingredients that you can find. None of them are going to be perfect, but do the best you can. And 
and then have it and enjoy it. And you did, and it was um, it was such a great win. What um, so as far as losing your weight, I mean, did you find that it because really we kind of really got started in June when it, we're talking right now, it's like mid October. And so, um, so it's about four and a half months in, and I know that, you know, you said September was kind of a, kind of a stall month. And, um, but how did it play out? Did you lose it kind of steady and evenly along the way? Was there a big chunk that came off and then little, I mean, how did that work for you? It's different for everybody, but I'm just kind of curious how it played out for you. I think it was pretty steady. Um, and pretty even along the way. I don't think that I lost maybe a couple of pounds in September, um, but I did kind of flatten out and stayed where I was at, um, which was a awesome thing for me because normally at that point I would have um, changed it back up and gone back up to what I was before plus. So I was able to um, stay where I was at by continuing to not eat the things that I should have not been eating. Um, but just kind of, you know, figure out what I needed to do. And, um, but I, I, I think it was to back to your question. I think it was pretty, um, steady. Um, I think it was like maybe 10 pounds a month, maybe 12 pounds the first month can't remember to be honest with you. Okay. Um, but it was pretty, but it was, pretty, it was even pretty steady, and pretty steady along the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Good to know. That's kind of what I was curious about. Um, and so that was, yeah, I mean, that's been about four and a half months ago and 50 pounds and, um, and, you know, I'm sure that, uh, more will come, you know, along the way as you, as you continue. Um, that's to, to, it's quite a bit to lose in four and a half months. Um, I mean, I think that's a really wonderful result that you're having in that, you know, even through maybe a crazy month in September, you, like you said, you stabilized, you know, you, you weren't, you didn't gain. Um, and so, and so that's great. And you're just moving forward. And, and I love that. Um, so you kind of mentioned earlier, I think this is a big hangup for a lot of people when it comes to their families. And you mentioned earlier that your husband and your son, it's not like they, you know, were jumping on board and we're going to eat what you were going to eat and it was okay. And you were just going to go ahead and do what you had to do. How did that, how did that work for you? How did it work in the family? I mean, did you cook Separately, did you cook a meal and yours was a little tweaked? I mean, what was like the practical reality of that? Um, for the most part, they eat whatever I cook. So, um, like I know one night I made stuffed bell peppers. So instead of putting rice in mine or couscous in mine, I put rice cauliflower. And I was completely fine with that. Instead of putting cheese on mine, I put um, a little tomato sauce. And it was great for me. I loved it. It tasted great. Um, it's just not what we had been used to eating. So normally I would have put either couscous or rice and cheese with our stuffed bell pepper. Um, so I just tweaked mine a little bit, but we still had the same type of meal. Um, we do eat, you know, I, we do, we like to eat healthy. Um, my husband loves to eat fish and, um, asparagus and, um, green beans and things of that nature. So, um, us eating this way was not really a huge change. Um, 
and it wasn't stuff that they wouldn't like or that they've not eaten before. It was just more of a long, more along the lines of I was cooking more um, as opposed to us eating out or ordering food in. Uh, that was a huge change for us as far as um, how we ate our dinner because normally I didn't want to cook. I didn't have the energy to cook. I didn't have the desire to cook. I didn't want to have to figure it out. So we would just order in or go eat out. But that so, makes it, it makes a huge difference whenever you're trying to maintain and portion control and um, quality, know, quality control, right? Quality control, know what's in your food. It's, it's harder to, to me, it seemed harder to know what was in my food and know what I was eating whenever I was eating out as opposed to being able to do it myself. And I think I, that was a key whenever I first started. That's a, you know, but I think for a lot of people, that's a big barrier because, and that, that's the thing it's, you know, people, women are tired. They're like, you know, like, like all of us are working and they're, they're gone and their schedules are crazy and they don't want to cook. And, the, and so, I mean, how did you make yourself do it? <laughs> that's what they're going to be like. I don't want to either. What did you do? What was the magic that made you finally do it? I mean, what made you just be like, I'm going to start cooking. I think that I was just determined to make a change in my life. I, I really think that it was just, a, I was determined to change my life. Um, and sometimes you have to do the things that you don't want to do whenever you want change. That's the truth. Um, and then it's, and I think it's a lot, it's such a mental hump. And once you kind of get over that and you get, you kind of hit your stride, it's not as big a deal. It takes a little bit more planning, a little bit more thought, but once you kind of get back into that swing of doing it, it's okay. Don't you think? Yes, absolutely. It makes it easier, honestly. Um, and another thing that, um, we did too, is we would cook. My husband has a barbecue business and so he loves to cook. So I would have him, um, cook different meats on the grill and, put them in the fridge. This is a, a big thing as far as time-wise. Um, we would cook a bunch of meats on the grill, put them in the fridge. You can cook them in the oven. You can, however, it takes a little bit of prep work and it takes, you know, some time. But if you do that, then throughout the week, whenever you don't really have the time or you come home from work and you're tired and you don't want to do it, half of your meal is already cooked. You just heat it up. Yeah. I think having those proteins prepared is one is the biggest key because that's the that's kind of the the grounding the center of your meal and if you have that done then you can throw you know steam some broccoli real quick or right. um, just put a real quick side you know a couple sides with it um, and so I think that's a really that's key that's a that is a good tip um, okay now we haven't talked about fasting much and I honestly I don't really I I remember you were doing a little, it was almost like you were kind of doing some fasting just kind of by the nature of your schedule. I mean, I don't know that you really called it that, but it's like you wouldn't eat for a while and stuff like that. But then when we really got intentional about fasting, how did that work for you? Um, it actually works out wonderfully for me because like I said, I don't eat breakfast. Um, I try not to eat too late at night, but sometimes I do eat later. Um, but with my schedule, like I said, Cleaning two to three houses a day, it, it kind of makes it hard um, eating in between or I don't like to bring food into my client's home. So um, if I eat, it's in the car in between. 
Um, typically we get off around 1.30, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock sometimes. So I just plan my eating schedule around when I know that I'll be off. So eat in the evenings, fast until the afternoon, like late afternoon. Um, and I've pretty well got myself to where I um, fast 16 to 18 hours a day. Um, I feel great. I have loads of energy. Um, I really enjoy it. One of my coworkers, the one that told me how less irritable I was, has actually <laughs> how much started. Nicer you are. <laughs> yes, has actually started um, fasting as well. Um, and her schedule's a little different. She's a little older. She eats earlier in the evenings. Um, she's in bed by like seven o'clock, so she eats by ten thirty. Um, but her moods have changed. Her lifestyle has changed. Um, it's it's wild to watch. Uh, I, I can only imagine what my husband has seen and what he's experienced because of what I've seen, what I've experienced watching her change. Um, but it's it's almost like a um, almost like a a mirror reaction. Like you can watch, you know, it happen to someone else. It's, it's really neat to watch happen to someone else. Um, but then I also try to incorporate at least every two weeks a 24-hour fast. Or if I've had a rough week or a rough day, a couple of days, um, I know that the 24-hour fast is great to kind of set yourself back up for getting in the mode of this is what you do. Um, if I got if I've gotten myself out of the mode of you know 16 to 18 hour fast, then I'll reset myself with a 24-hour fast and move forward. It's kind of like my reset button. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. And we call that a super fast when we do a long fast. Um, and just for everybody listening, you know, when in, in feast and fast, I don't say you have to fast for this many hours. I, I give you a range and, and the range is, you know, shoot for 12 to 16 hours, you know, and then um, and some people do, you know, fast 16 to 18 hours in the group. And then some people like me, <laughs> I'll fast like maybe 14, you know? And so we're all, it's just, it's very individual. And that, again, it's why like, I can't hand over, like, this is the specific guideline and specifically what you have to eat and that, 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 you know, cause you kind of have to find your way and what works for you. And, um, and you have done that now with exercise. So your, your job is somewhat active because you're cleaning houses. And so, you are moving, but, but beyond that, you weren't, I know when we first talked, you weren't, uh, doing any kind of other exercise and then you were going to start walking. Did you, um, are you doing anything or what is that? What's going on with the exercise? Oh, I'm so proud of myself. Oh, good. <laughs> um, I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> I started, um, about two months ago, I started walking. I, my goal was set for three days a week to do exercise and my exercise would consist of walking for 45 minutes to an hour. And I would usually get in about two days, sometimes one day, just depending on the week. Um, but I have in the past couple of weeks started five days. My goal is five days a week. Last week, I met my goal five days. So proud of myself. So this awesome. week, um, I started out, I started out strong. And then on Tuesday, I did squats, and I killed my legs. Squats? I did squats. Wow, that's I awesome. did squats. I did squats, and I did arm exercises, and I killed my legs. And so I took two days off. 
my legs were better. So this morning I went out, did a 40 minute walk and ran some stairs down by the lake and I feel great. My legs are a little sore, um, but I've got two more days to finish out my week and I'm going to hit my five week goal, five day goal. Oh my gosh, that is incredible. And so I just want everybody also to hear this. Um, and I, I stress this in Feats of Fast too. Like you do not have to come out guns a blazing with all of the things perfectly in alignment when you, when you get started. You know, I have a lot of people that get their food down really pat, you know, get the food part going and get the fasting going. Those are going to be the biggest game changers and then start layering in the exercise. And I think that's a great way to do it. And, um, and so that's, and that's exactly what you did. And, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. It wasn't like you were doing a lot of outer exercise um, in the beginning or even in the middle. It was, it was a little bit, you started walking, but it was a little later that you added that into it. And so I just, I think that's important for people to, to know and to realize. Give yourself a little grace, people. Right. <laughs> right. Um, that is so awesome. I had not heard that update. So that's, that's incredible. Um, well, we are, we're coming down to, we're getting close to an hour, which is fantastic. And is there anything before I ask you the anchor questions, is there anything we didn't talk about that, uh, that you wanted to mention or any, anything else that you think people should know? Or do you feel like we covered it pretty good? Um, I think we covered it pretty good. I, if I had any suggestion to make, it would be don't wait to change your life. Don't wait to make yourself feel better. Don't wait to give in to um, the way that God designed our bodies to work. Um, you know, it, it's just so important that we that we fill our bodies with food that is going to function and that's going to make our bodies function the way that they're supposed to. And like you said, if you feel better, you're going to serve better. And whenever you serve better, things just snowball in a good way. Um, just don't wait. I waited way too long to feel as good as I feel now. Um, I almost lost my marriage. And that was maybe the breaking point for me was almost losing my marriage. But you don't realize how badly you feel and how badly um, others around you feel because of the way that you feel that you don't even realize. So just don't wait. Yeah, that's, that is incredible advice. Um, take yourself off the back burner. Yeah, take yourself off the back burner. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so what I might know, because you kind of mentioned some things, but what what is your favorite, what's your anchor meal? Like what is the meal, what's your easy go-to meal for you, for your family to make? And you kind of go to it over and over again. Um... um eggs. <laughs> I was like, I think she might have already mentioned it. <laughs> eggs. Um, I love to do like avocado with everything bagel seasoning. Oh yeah, girl. Um, scrambled eggs with a little salsa on top. Uh, maybe a little tiny bit of cheese for a little extra goodness. Um, and some bacon that would be like, you know, I could go for that any day of the week. That's a good one. That is a really good anchor meal. It's eggs are for sure an anchor meal for me. Um, definitely. Okay, that's great. How about a Bible verse? What what's a, what's a verse you're really leaning into these days? Um, Isaiah forty, twenty eight through thirty one. 
Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Well, that made me kind of teary. <laughs> you said it was such, um, you read that so lovely, such passion. That's such a good one. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so appreciative that you came on today. Um, you know, I interview a lot of people that are like, health professionals and so, you know, and so for some, like a, the real life people that are out there in the trenches working and, and raising kids and volunteering at church and doing the work that we all do. Um, I'm just, I know it, it's, I feel like it's brave for somebody to come on and share the story and just thank you for sharing all of the, um, everything that you did today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I think it was a God thing. Yeah, I think so too. You were, um, I, I he really like after the, it was later after that message. I mean, I just felt like this instantaneous inspiration to like, I'm um, to reach out to you like right now and just ask. And it's like, she's probably not going to want to do it. And then you were like, yes, let's do it. So I just, <laughs> I love when God does that. Um, yes. Well, everyone, um, thank you so much for listening today. I want to remind you that um, Feast of Fast is going to be starting in a couple weeks. And so um, hopefully you feel inspired if you haven't done this with us before it can be life-changing and I would love for you to join us um like I said we we start at the beginning of November we kick it off and you can learn all of these things and how to put them into practice for yourself and so for more information you can go to feastofast.co um, and get ready to sign up for that I appreciate all of you so much for listening have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.